Hello everyone, welcome to Humans. I'm Luke McCredden and this is Humans in 30-ish and I'm joined again this episode by Matt Peake. Matt, welcome. Great to see you on my computer screen again, friend. Good evening, Luke. And I've, I've, I've got these new uh, blue light reflective UV uh, high-tech glasses. I'm, I have 20-20 vision and I want to preserve it. So I've got these glasses on. I like the look on of them. screens all day. Really? You look, you Thank look you. great. You look great. Um, don't change yeah. a thing. Hey, um, we're going to dive straight into this. Last episode was a lot of fun. And um, if, if, you, if you're new, this is basically Matt and I getting together with a couple of topics each, um, completely unscripted, unrehearsed, and just seeing where we go. We're just getting at it, Matt. We're just warming up. And, and, I, and... I, I, took, I took the reins last episode, so I'm going to throw to you, mm. my friend, to kick things off because uh, it's only fair. It's your turn. Let's, let's, let's get this thing happening. You know, I kind of felt like you would do that. So I'm just going to start with one word, sizzler. Oh, wow. Memories. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. There's a lot that fills up right away when you hear that word, isn't there? <laughs> so much. So yeah, much. Take me there. Take me there. Um, birthday parties, all you can eat, mm. um, lots yeah. of fried food. Um, no doubt lots of, you know, contamination, um, germs, um, mm, but, mm. but as a, but as a, but as a, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old, who cares? Just, just yeah, load up on yeah. as much food as you can. And that's what it's about. All you can so, eat from so me was a challenge, Matt. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I can't wait to see where you're going with this. Oh. Well, I, I, it, it sort of came to mind, uh, over, you know, this week and that, that word, it, it is very nostalgic. I think the last few weeks, it, especially in Melbourne, has been quite nostalgic. You know, we're losing things like the grand final and, and you know, you, you just have more time to think back. And Sizzler just popped into my head for, for a couple of reasons. I think it was that variety of cuisine was there, you know, back then and the freedom of being able to roam that buffet and, you know, get your cheese toast, start with your cheese toast and get your pasta with a bit of alfredo then a bit more cheese toast and parmesan mm. and then nah i'd go for another helping of, <laughs> of alfredo and it was a special time in my life but the, then i just thought well you'd think in a pandemic and and you know the, what we know of of the virus how it, it 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 loves you know meat and proteins and warm environments and people i mean sizzler is your ultimate wet market in a way isn't it <laughs> Sizzler is the ultimate um, breeding ground for viruses, yeah. just like we're 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 witnessing yeah. right now. It would be the last thing to open. <laughs> would would be a sizzler. Yeah. Yet after after just looking a little bit into that, I, I realised there's actually about eight sizzlers still operational in is Australia. There, is there actually? And because they're outside of Victoria, they're thriving. <laughs> you know, you know, and you know what? Sizzler Australia actually has a CEO. They have a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is um, yeah. amazing. Oh, I, I thought Sizzler I as a brand, as an organisation, um, um, as a restaurant, it was gone years ago. I didn't even know there was anything still in mm -mm. existence. Where where, no. where are we talking? It has a know? heartbeat. It know? has a heartbeat. Do you know where they are? We're talking like, you know, Queensland, warmer environments. It's almost like it, it actually is counterintuitive to the virus because <laughs> it's it's got the vitamin D and the UV defence. So it's operational in like, you know, I think 
mid uh, central coast uh new south wales okay. wa yeah. and queensland wow and you know they're hanging in there and i reckon that that it's like cyclical we were talking about rock and roll mm. i reckon sizzler's going to be back in a big way as like a bit of a fuck you to the yeah. pandemic and to wet markets what's the what would ha- the directional change have to be though because surely and and if they're still operational surely they're not like they were back in the day where it was a very much you know, five kids would grab one piece of food, then just leave it for some poor bugger to come along and grab it later, covered in God knows what. Is is there safety precautions? You know, what, what happens now? And if it was to come back in a big way, in your opinion, Matt, how does it look? Look, I, I think it would have to adapt like, like we all are. <laughs> but it, I would, why does it have to be, you know, all things to all people. Maybe it, it, it remains niche that, that maybe that gives it its point of difference now. Maybe back in the 80s, it did, it did go, a, a, you know, from zero to 100 too quickly and therefore, you know, the bubble did burst, but yeah. it still has magic to it. And if, if anything, I think the world, if vaccinated, is ready for a different type of, of buffet that is that is exactly, you know, a reminder of 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 the freedoms we had when you know growing up in the eighties, but is also sort of a a, a reminder of the dangers yeah. that that are out there that the, we don't see. The CEO would be a brave individual to really see this as an opportunity. Opportunity this uh, this this next window that we go through as a, as yeah. a population as a country, but but by all means, well, to, yeah. To be fair, the, the guy looked like he, he had worked at Bunnings or something like that. He didn't seem like your, your razor-sharp sort of high-flying executive. No no offence to those that work at Bunnings, but he wasn't a CEO type. Yeah, okay. Okay, so not, not maybe not the corporate background that's required for a major organisation, but maybe, again, maybe that's what's maybe that's required. Maybe what needs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe it is that just someone who knows what's happening on the streets, you know, that that uh, understands not just the common man but the, mm. the 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 family that is nostalgic and mm. yeah i don't know i don't know i think it's worth it's it, it certainly when i thought of it 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 sparked something that uh, that reminded me of, of of a great childhood i reckon anyone in their what would it be probably mid to late 30s would have some sort of memory from Sizzler, um, there could potentially be some sort of vomiting involved in that memory, um, just feeling completely full, and but still going back to gorge yourself for more. Uh, great memories. Oh. oh, mate, mate, and and I thought that was a nice warm way to kick us off, mate. I love it. I love it, and I thank you for that. Um, and look, you know, if if it's if it's time for me to dive into to my first subject matter, um, I will do that, Matt. And look. This isn't overly controversial, but it's something that I'm surprised there hasn't been a big push towards um, over recent years. And I'm talking today about birthday cards, the physical birthday card. Um, It's something that should have been raised long ago, I think, because what I'm saying is that physically handing someone a birthday card is redundant. And I'm not sure why it's still happens and if you actually break it down we're talking about relaying a message that you're saying to someone face to face in uh, on cardstock 
And I don't quite understand why we would do that. We don't do it with anything else. There's nothing else in life that I can think of, and I did think about this throughout the week, that we need to go up to someone and say something physically and then also hand them a card with exactly the same message written on it. I don't know. Prove me wrong. Is this? Am I thinking? Am I? Am I being a bit irrational here, Matt? Or is this a? Is this a valid sort of a, a, a thing to bring up? Uh, look, I, I I think cards. You know, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I will disagree because cards to kids obviously mean a lot. You know, you can specify the age they're turning, and that is a big milestone, right? Mm. I I do understand as you become an adult, that, you know, they're cookie cutter, the cards, and and they have messages that are written by someone else. And it's like 500 days of summer, the guy that he works at a, you know, at that um, hallmark or something like that. But I I still think that anything that gives you, like the good thing about a card is it, it's not as uh, extravagant as, as a letter, so like if an adult made you like a, a handmade card, like people don't have time to do that. No. But th- then the, the, the barriers, there's no barriers if you create your own card as an adult or, you know, mm. whereas a card at least like it has the message, it has the, the vibe of the message, like whether it's, oh, in you know, condolences or whether it's, hey, you, you know, 50th birthday or an anniversary, like it's got mm. the, it's it's doing the work for you. I mm. think because it's doing the work for you, people, people, you know, are able to justify using them. But yeah, I you know, well, I, and, I think and, you've got to give cards a break. Oh, <laughs> I will preface it by saying I've got no problem whatsoever um, with a card that is posted. Like that makes perfect sense to me by sending someone a birthday. And I'm and I'm talking specifically birthdays here because I think you know condolences or congratulations or. They, those sorts of things typically um, are sent or posted. So, so I, I feel like anything like that is fine. It's 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 hand delivering and passing over a birthday card to someone that you are looking in the eye. I don't understand it. It doesn't make much sense to me. Particular, but that part but, of you will partic- stay with them. No, but the card won't. I I, I would I would. It love- will for a week though. <laughs> on on some on some sill. Yeah, I don't even know about that. I mean. I reckon maybe very close relatives and friends will will land on a sill for a week tops. But I think if I was... But that's a week you weren't there. That's a week you weren't there. (laughs) But you are there. It's a memory. And the other thing is uh, a text message is the modern card. And I think that's fair enough too. I'm saying that the birthday card that is physically handed over face-to-face with the recipient is redundant. Well, I... I will disagree again because think about the birthday, right? Mm. We, we rely on say Facebook to tell us the birthdays of our, of our friends. Whereas we used to have the, have it in the diary. We we used to get a lot of more text messages on our birthday, but now we get less because it's, we rely them to to be on Facebook, Mm. but that has caused the card to be redundant, but I would flip your thinking. Those who are sending you the card care about you the most and do not disregard those people and do not disregard the card no. in this conversation. <laughs> disregard the card. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to finish with this. And, and this is why it came up because um, my youngest son, Rafi um, turned three a couple of weeks back 
and we had cards for him and actually forgot. Happy birthday, Rafi. Well, we forgot. Thank you. Um, he's He'll no doubt be listening on his drive. Did he get my card? Into work. Yeah, no, but this is the thing. We actually forgot <laughs> to give him his cards because in the in the heat of everything and we were decorating the house and getting his presents ready. Do you reckon he cares? Mm. Of course he doesn't care. Well, he'd he's... appreciate it if he had it though. <laughs> the other thing is my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. Don't worry about a card. I'm just, there I'm saying that. it. This is the second time don't you worry said about that. It. What, do you, what do you want? Don't worry about it. Nothing. Don't worry. I don't want a card. That's 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 for sure. Anyway, that's me. I'm just saying cards, birthday cards, hand-delivered, yeah. redundant. Go on. Get rid of them. Okay. Well, I'm not saying about redundant, but the, the, it, it's maybe it's a bit of a you know pause. I, I'm not sure. But have you thought about ISIS? <laughs> Jesus. I'm not sure yeah. of the segue there, but that's um, – no, I haven't. I don't. Typically, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm talking about you know since the this year mm. in in the media, um, obviously global uh, terrorist attacks. There, there isn't much activity from no. ISIS. Is there as as a in in as a brand? No, no. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm not like that. Wasn't a ch- well, it was kind of a chuckle. You referred to him as a brand. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm. Do you know what's what's difficult with this podcast, with this series that we're creating, the yeah. the levels that we change from. So we're going from talking about birthday cards to talking about ISIS. My my emotional levels just trying to yeah. reattach itself to what we're about to go into. So well, I'm not I, prepared. I, okay. No, okay. you're right. I haven't heard much of them as a organization or a brand. Yeah. So, so take the emotion out of it and just look from a, I'm just curious from a functional point of view, like, mm. okay, it, is this a positive for them? The, mm. you know, the, the chaos that's happening in the world. Uh, it, is there a, a morale issue there? Because like, it, you know, you, there's no crowded spaces. There's no real opportunities for, for terrorist behavior. Right, so the social distancing thing. But my confusion with with uh, with any terrorist network or, or ISIS, I haven't seen many um, much in the media about it. Right, so mm. do they abide by like a stage four lockdown? But they, they still will, will will be a terrorist. Like it's like, mm. well, why aren't they active mm. in a lockdown? Is because there's no crowds. Like uh, wow. it just must. Yeah. Like at the board meeting, like at the Monday whip meeting at ISIS, it's like, you know, what's on the agenda? How, how, like, are they just racking their brains about how to how to create terror, or is is this enough? Are they like, this is good? Like they're doing the legwork. You know, do you know what I mean? I it's know. Like, I'm I'm hearing you. Uh, I'm I'm, but unfortunately, you lost me at whip meeting, and I'm just envisioning envisaging that whip meeting, and I I had to be doing that, but. No, um, really interesting point, and it's something that actually has disappeared from headlines. You're absolutely right, and um, all jokes aside, is it what? What is it? Why is it a positive thing or is it a negative thing? Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, surely they don't abide by any sort of restrictions or lockdown. Like they're they're. Uh, I don't know exactly. Do well, well, you, you could say okay. It, would they be saying as an organisation if we get the virus? Within our organisation, it, it makes our organisation, you know, our, it, it you know we could go under if if this virus rips through our organisation. Especially, you've got a lot of the elders that are probably you know seventy plus mm. or whatever. But then, so, so there, there might be that fear. But it, it's 
it's a real like in terms of I've connected the media driving fear and I don't want to be like a conspiracy theorist no, no. or anything, but it's like, you know, there was a real fear with, with terrorists and ISIS, but now there's a bigger fear. And it's, it seems as that that fear thing is what creates the headline from them. Yeah. You know, but, but maybe they're still just doing what they're doing. I, I don't know, but it's, it's, yeah, I, I do yeah. think it's fear driven. Yeah. And it's a, it's actually a really interesting point because there is so much talked about with um the media driving that fear into the public and now that there is potentially well not potentially there is something in the world that has you know put the fear of god into everyone which is this virus that it's all you know maybe that you know taking that media standpoint for a minute maybe there's no need for them to push the fear of a terrorist group or something uh, because there's already something out there that's naturally occurring. It's um, it's a bizarre one. I I have not given it any thought, and this is a really thought provoking topic that you bring up, man. I'm um, yeah, I'm intrigued into this actually. Um, don't get me wrong, not hearing from them is certainly not a not a bad thing in my opinion. Um, but but the unknown of why and and what's happening, I suppose, is a bit of a um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a questionable thing. Yeah, and look, uh, they're also in know, isolation it, permanently, aren't they? Basically, that's how they. Well, they're in ice. They're in isolation. <laughs> well, that's what they call it. Do they? Do they? Well, again, you need a theme. <laughs> Any team needs a theme. Ask Ask Clarko or Luke Beveridge. Don't ask Simon Goodwin. Oh Jesus! All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. Sorry, that was heavy. I know, no, but we I, hadn't heard from them. No, you're right, and and there's no you. You're absolutely right. We haven't heard from them, um, but not even a broadcast from their leader to say, "Hey, this this virus, we are this is good. We are behind this." You know. <laughs> well, We're that's not- the other thing. Usually, they cl- they lay claim to anything bad that's happening in the world. So, um, they so. Well, so you're saying that they, their their ego is more claiming rather than oh, you know, tsunami, earthquake. You, you know they're like that was great. Well, they do, the, but, but but don't do they not claim? Does that like things that happen? That well, are they, well, but I don't think they claim natural disasters. No, no, not natural like, disasters. The, I'm saying they love claiming things that that, that go on. Yeah, it's, clear, yeah, yeah. things of, of crimes against humanity. That's right. But, yeah, but they're, they're not they're not like saying, oh, hey, you know, um, uh, name name a cyclone Tracy in the 80s in Australia. They're not no. like you know in Afghanistan going, oh, that was us. No, no, and then and, and I'm sure they're not doing that with the virus either. But, that, but Tracy, what a name for a cyclone, Trace. There's some amazing names. I'd like. Can we? Yeah, but Tracy, it does this screeching. It's a screeching cyclone, isn't it, mm, Tracy? Dare I say it's, that... that's coming in hard? <laughs> that's coming in hard and low. <laughs> dare, dare I bring up? There could be potential what? cyclone Karen at some point, or we're not going there again this week. We're not going there again this week. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, good one, good one. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. a that's a that's probably that's the heaviest topic we've had on the show so far. So congratulations. Um, not sure where to go with that because um, that's huge. Well done. Drop, dropped a bomb. Oh Jesus! Uh, you're on fire tonight. I tell you, I did say in I did a bit of a promo um, on humans. Yeah podcast instagram page that and i did refer to having you on this 
show has the potential for it to get a bit loose and we've conquered that tonight so <laughs> good on you oh mate and we, we, one more to go and wow i'm excited to hear what you're gonna drop on me now well it's funny because i actually feel like in the scheme of what we've done tonight i've got not much um you know i'm not this look okay i, I feel i feel I'm actually behind what I'm going to bring up. I'm backing the topic that I brought for the last one for the for the for the episode. But there's a few different elements, and I'm going to just kick off by saying what I'm bringing to the table now. Harry Styles. You know what do you think? What do you think instantly wow. when you think about Harry Styles? Uh, First thing, a very handsome uh, X Factor. Yeah. Yeah, good. I, I, yeah. One D. Yeah, but I, I think beyond that, one yeah. D, um, he's become HD. He has. Um, okay, this is why I wanted to bring him up. What I've discovered in the last, I'm going to say, two or three months is, and I'm a music fan, you're a music fan, Matt, lots of people are music fans, really hardcore music fans. What I've discovered is that I pigeonholed this guy as soon as he broke away from one direction um into a genre and a and, and a character that i should never have done and i'm guilty and i put my hand up and i say my the the, the place that i pigeonholed him was you know um poppy boy band one direction you know i don't know aimed songs songwriter that is aimed at teens and you know that crowd and that, and and I think, in fairness, One Direction was probably about that, and that's fine. It worked, obviously. What I've discovered, and and with particularly with his latest album release, which is um, Fine Line, right? Is the album's called that? Uh, this guy is actually an incredible musician in his own right, but he's also none of what I pigeonholed him as. He's got a bit of spunk about him about the way he writes, about what he writes about. The music, the musicianship um, is is unbelievable. It's not, you know, a, a, a case of a pop star having everything written for him and performed for him. This guy does it all. Um, he, his first four singles that he's released off this album are, are, are killers in my mind. Um, and it's not for everyone. I'm not saying that everyone should be on my page here. But what I am saying, and this is the overarching reason I bring this up is, if you are a music appreciator, you and, and spend the time to get to know these a few songs off this album, and maybe even do a bit of, I don't know, a bit of homework on him as a as an artist, you will soon discover that he, he is a legitimate rock star. This guy is the real deal, absolute real deal. Um, and and uh, and my point again is 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 don't pigeonhole him in what he's done in the past and don't pigeonhole anyone in what they've done in the past Who, me me anyone me don't anyone including mm. you well uh, look because where are well, you at I, with harry styles well i ha- i i have some questions based Far on away. what you've told me mm. because as soon as i saw him i knew he was a star but you you I believe maybe you did know that. Yeah, but, but what? You, but, but what sort? You didn't of star? want it to happen. No, no, no. Because I think there's a star and there's a star. There's a there's someone who can 
roll with what's laid out in front of them and become an absolute star or there is someone that can grind away and create masterpieces themselves and, and become yeah. a star that but, way. But, but you, but had you judged him before? Did you did you judge him too early, or did you yeah. give him some slack to to grow? No, I, I, I my my judgment was based on on the the reality TV show, the the band that was that was fabricated, and then the songs that were put together for them. Um, I know that they were had writing input and so forth. Um, but then the genre and the and just that whole style of thing, I I'd, I'd dismissed it as. But, I mean, Michael Jackson came from a, a boy band. Justin Timberlake did. Like, why is it a surprise that that someone like Harry Styles would would do the same? Uh, because it the was pressure. Just, yeah, it was no. It was just it was just my way of thinking, and I didn't I didn't and 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 I haven't I wasn't thinking about Justin Timberlake in his exit of sync into his solo career. That wasn't something that was on my mind. But this is what I'm saying at, in the present time uh, when he broke away. And as the other guys of that group have done, it's not something that I was ever interested in getting involved in as a, as a music um, lover and as, a, and as a listener. But when I took the time to do a bit of background, you know, and watch a few of the, of the, and listen to a few of the podcasts and so forth that he's been on recently, as well as actually get to know the music that he's releasing. Uh, man, I'm a, I'm a, well, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a what real I, what fan. I, what I sense from that guy is he, he loves his craft mm. and he was obviously talented from an early age, but he, he has focused on the music itself. And, but imagine the pressure that, he would have felt in exactly that expectation or, you know, that lack of faith in his music ability. So he's trying to prove himself without coming across like a wanker. Mm. So with all of that ability and, and you know, how handsome he is and mm. it's just his charm, he's, he's stayed quite humble and, I feel and like probably a, had a, a good life. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't help but feel like there's an element of him now that I've, like I said, I've seen him on a few things and listened to a few podcasts and that, that it probably didn't concern him overly. I feel like he's he's a pretty cool sort of cat when it came to, he knew, he knows what he wanted to do and he stuck at it and he did it and he's kicked he's kicked goals and he's, um, I don't think he gives a shit um, about the, the repercussions of, you know, being put and in. And you that. know what? With Harry, I think it's just the beginning. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, and that's what I, I suppose. That's that's my point. Is this guy's not um, a flash in the pan? I, I feel like you know he could be, you know, given he's he's so young now, he, this guy could be around forever and, and just release album after album that is just. Well, killing. I mean, I, I look at look at DiCaprio from a teenager, a heartthrob in Titanic, mm. to to now. I mean, that's twenty. 25 years, mm. maybe more. Yeah. So, and he's more, you know, as, as a, as a star, he's as famous as he ever was. So, you know, that body of work, no matter where he goes uh, for him, mm. as, as long as he gets after it and, you know, is understands who he is, I think is important. Mm. Yeah, and 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 I, you do know, you know what I think he does, and I lo- and one of the other things yeah. I really love about him is he, you know, just just the the gear you see him getting around in, and he he's so himself and so comfortable with who he is that he wears what he wants to wear. He writes songs about what he wants to write songs about. If you if you 
look into a bit of info and 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 hear him talk about some of the songs that some of these singles that are released that some interesting subject matters and i like it i like it um so you know as the great molly meldrum once said and and would say regularly do yourself a favor matt do yourself a favor out there if you're into music jump on these first four singles at least and have a listen and see what you think because i reckon uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised this guy uh, yeah i'm a fan i'm a massive fan yeah but that's you know i mean Thanks, that's molly. that's no worries good night, at all. Red. good yeah. night molly yeah good night daryl i mean that's going good from, night dicky <laughs> that's going from you know an isis conversation to a harry styles conversation so it's probably a, a symbolization of what this series is about um so i know if you've got anything to add to that but i, I feel like that's um as good a you know segue as we possibly could have gotten yeah. out of those last two topics both have both <laughs> have big hits <laughs> Fuck, fuck. We've, we, I think we should just end it there because we're about 30-ish and, you know, yeah. the night's getting longer and, and you're going to be releasing some more of these cracking sort of one-liners that I'm not sure, you know, I'm not, I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm nervous. Something's about. coming out tonight, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, um, that, that's yes. us for this episode. So what I'm going to finish mm. on is um, I, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you if you if you like the sound of this, tell your friends about this podcast. Humans podcast is where you can find it. The humans in thirty ish is within that. Uh, humans underscore podcast on Instagram. You can follow and um, yeah, get involved. This is great. And hey, you know I'm not opposed to getting a, a private message or, or or even if you do Matt on Instagram or so forth from Hit me someone. On the DMs. Yeah, from someone who wants to a topic brought up. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, you know, it's all fun. So looking forward to the next episode. It's going to be full of, um, I, I don't know what it's going to be full of. And that's the beauty of it. We don't know. Uh, the If you don't know where you're going, that's the best way to get someplace you've never been. Yeah. Okay. Jay, Jay Peterman, wow. Seinfeld. Bang. There you go. Let's finish right there. That's brilliant. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Luke.